What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 465th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, and welcome to the Summer of Pride. More things are happening than the 25th anniversary, so we're just going to switch this to an all-Pride event, because I got a lot of news I could cover, and we got (laughs) bupkis for Pokemon. Oh, boy. Now we go. Kylie Minogue released a cover of a Lady Gaga song, and the gays have gone wild. This sounds like making a a gourmet Twinkie. You don't don't need it. You nope, don't nobody need it, nobody but asked for it. That, nobody wanted it. You're happy that you have it now that you have it. You nah, didn't I don't know you to needed that kind it. Of music. No. <laughs> it, it does not touch my heart. Sorry. Will is here. I Kylie Minogue, I, I thought she died. Actually, <gasps> so I'm surprised she's still putting out albums. Congrats. Isn't she like four hundred years old? She's fifty. What did she like record it on top of Lady Gaga's grave? You know, I'm 52. You're attacking me, <laughs> no. and you're like three years behind, ancient. I'm only two years behind you, number ancient one. Mew. You're only 50. I'm 51. Unless you've been lying about your age. Oh, 51, that's right. We round down until you cross over the fives. And pop stars are like presidents. Being in the position ages you at about six times the normal human rate. Except... They have all the access to all the mysterious moisturizers and secret secret. formulas that we can't get. We normals can't get get our hands on. It's because we can't afford them. (laughs) Uh, If you're watching the YouTube version, I clearly missed the memo on what to wear today. No, no, no. You got the memo and you rejected the memo. And you rejected it soundly. You said, nah, hoodie my brand. Me hoodie forever. Hoodie life. I have soundly rejected all hoodies. Oh, oh hoodies. Oh. Yeah, hoodies I'm, are so bad. I'm, like, I'm I'm the one that's in the middle. Yeah, I, you're I in the middle. A little boat. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're ACDC. <sighs> well, because this year is the 25th anniversary, we are just littered with news. <laughs> I just, just told you we weren't. News left and right. You know, probably a shorter show here because there is no news and E3 is in like 2 days for Nintendo, so two things, always two things. Uh, number one is we'll be doing a bonus E3 show in collaboration with Discord. Uh, Discord reached out and they wanted uh, me to do some stage stuff because they launched their stage feature, which is like a competitor to Clubhouse. Um, so we'll be doing a bonus live podcast on Discord's stage discovery thing. I don't know what the full name is. Something with Discord, <laughs> I don't something think with it's stage. stage discovery thing. I think stage discovery is the the. <laughs> discovery part of the stage part so we'll be doing that at 7 p.m you're a real great partner for this product yeah well got two more to do per the contract so we'll be doing that 7 p.m central time on our discord which is free you can just pretty much it's just a live podcast you join it you listen if we have time at the end we'll take some questions and we'll just talk about the news we're quoted must do a minimum hour uh but it'll be fun should yeah. be fine. We can burn through an hour real quick. It's so we're making up news. <laughs> is there something that we will be watching beforehand? Do I need... How much prep work am, is required here? Uh, well, the Nintendo Direct is 40 minutes. At what time? I think it's one central. Oh, okay. I can do that. I mean, you can skip all the useless games like the Salt Pyramid game and the... What's the Salt Pyramid game? You don't remember that from the last Direct? You're making stuff up. What? I know it was called like 
emerging salt or something. You're going to emerge my salt unless you actually describe something that's real. <laughs> it's real. Um, I don't remember this. What is I'm it? I'm going to type a Nintendo Salt game and see what happens. I'm sure something will come up. It's like called Salt Triangle or the Triage of Salt. Oh, that RPG that I actually was interested in. Was that called Salt? It was a working title. Oh, well, nothing comes up. You can skip the like 36 minutes of Smash Brothers news. I'm sure they'll have. So somebody asked me on Friday night why I don't play Smash Brothers, and I said I don't like it. <laughs> that was a, it. It's a fine party game. It is. I mean, as long as you don't have people who are super serious or super good. I have never been in a group of four people where at least one of them was not excessively serious about yeah, Super that's, Smash Brothers. That's, you can't, that's why you can't have more than two friends. Because that, that third one, <laughs> they're, they're the Smash Brothers fanatic. You know, Will, we all know amongst the three of us it's Steve. Correct. Because no, I don't even know I'm, how to play Smash Brothers. No, I'm super bad at Smash. But you know what the buttons do? Yeah. If you were to get pushed <laughs> off the side of one of those platforms, you would know what to do to get back onto the platform. Would just I've only seen other people do it. Okay, all right, that's true. And I had a get... group of friends get mad at me because I didn't want to play Smash Brothers. I mean, you just in general get people angry at you. Well, this was just... the same. This was the same friend group that was like, "Are you sure you knew what a Brontosaurus <laughs> was? was?" You are. You are. You are so grudgy. You have grudged on these folks. Just delete them from your phone. Just say, just send the final text message. I knew what the dinosaur was. And then <laughs> delete them from their phone. <laughs> I knew it all the time. I knew it all the time. Send all the links. Yeah, no, I'm not into Smash. What I am into, transition, is Pokemon merchandise. And there is Pokemon merchandise to talk about. Can we talk about the three $600 pens they put up on Pokemon Center that all sold out in 24 hours? Yeah. You've got to be kidding. What? So they put up a, a I am not exaggerating, they were $599, not $599.00. They put up- I'm, I'm looking at them right now. They are super, 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 super cute. They put up a Charizard, a Pikachu, and a Rayquaza pen. The Charizard and Pikachu pen sold out within about an hour of being available, and the Rayquaza pen took about 24 hours. So if we're judging popularity, Charizard is clearly way more popular than Rayquaza. Didn't we know that? Yeah, I think we all knew that. <laughs> I mean, poor Raymond Quasar. It's no love. I it's think there was a love. limit on these pens. I think there was only 100 of each. Yeah. Yes. Unique serial number. They are, and they're numbered and engraved with their number. They're, they're made by Pilot, which yeah. is one of the better Japanese fountain pen producers. And they are fountain pens, which I am a fan of fountain pens. Not a collector, because I don't have that much money. <laughs> I'm a fan in theory. I always think I'm going to like them, but then I don't like using them. Oh, I like using them. I used yeah. to actually use them for work all the time. They do require care, maintenance, and upkeep. Yeah, they do. And and I'm lazy. Yes. Give me the old Pilot G2 and we'll be on our way. <laughs> the G2 is a great pen. I don't is what 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 size point is that? If it's point anything five. bigger than micro, you've lost me. This one right here, the Pilot G2, it, probably yeah, the best what, what? 
what size I don't... tip does it write with? That's looking it like says, a ballpoint. It has a point. 10 at the end. Is that a number? That's not, no. You've got micro. You've got fine. You've got whatever, regular. I don't know what they call it because I, I only Can buy I call micro. it smooth? No. So what is what is this brand Pilot? Is it the Pilot, Pilot G2? G2? I am looking it up. Oh, you guys don't know the Pilot G2? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, okay. It comes in ultra fine, extra fine, fine, and bold points. So what mm. did you get? I, Did you I get ultra fine? Did you get fine? Whatever the standard is at Target. Wh- where's the box? You got to look at the box. Now I got to go to this Target. Is a three ninety nine pen. No one's keeping the box for this. Oh, with that attitude. So I did look up the. I I did go to Pilot's website. You can find pretty much the same exact pen on Pilot's website, just without the engraving, for about six hundred dollars. Hmm. I, I, I don't think, uh, although I am not a pen expert, I am sure there is probably at least one person listening to this podcast that probably owns two $1,000 pens, and this is their moment to shine, uh, but it doesn't look like this pen was any different than what Pilot was already making. Just add the Charizard engraving. <laughs> well, I mean, because they already make a fine yeah. pen. Why would they need to do uh, anything I'm different? I'm going to declare that you have fine point. Okay. Ex- fine, fine point is acceptable. I prefer both, micro, but, uh, but I will. Yes, that's acceptable. I mean, the I guess the debate would be the same. The similar pen is $400 on Pilot, and they slapped a Pikachu on it, and they're charging $200 more, but that doesn't that's seem to be acceptable. the case. That's acceptable. That's called the Pokemon tax. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, engraving isn't cheap with that level of skill. They got the they got the people in the back room scratching it out. Do you themselves? think you've made it in this world? In your fine money wise, if you're buying six hundred dollar pens, yes. I mean, only six hundred dollars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There are I, pens I mean, that go quite a bit more yeah. than six hundred dollars. If. You could I mean, be living paycheck to paycheck, but still have a pen obsession, I'm sure. There yeah. are people who live paycheck to paycheck who drive very fancy cars. Mm-hmm. And they just put all that money into their car. And I think it shows your true, cheese. your true, true love of Pokemon if you're going to drop $600 on a pen that you have to take care of like it's a child. You could be one of those people, though, that never use the pen. You buy the $600 pen. You put it on the bookshelf. Next. Oh, wait, wait. Number one, they sell cases for mm-hmm. fountain pens, display cases. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I have honestly never met a pen enthusiast who does not find a way to use their pen. Yeah. Okay. You gotta okay. get that. You gotta get that smooth. Ink you know, feel. you have a pen enthusiast in your life when you start receiving monthly postcards. <laughs> Well, there are, like, the car enthusiasts that buy a car, park it in the garage, and they never drive it. Okay, Jay Leno, I'm pretty (laughs) sure, is dead. (laughs) A lot of death on this episode. Well, Uh, I mean, we got either 25th anniversary or or, Death Note, okay? We got pick one or the other. (laughs) Um, 25th anniversary isn't holding up. I got a list of dead celebrities. Basically, kids, (laughs) they're all dead. Spoiler warning, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the Pokemon Center put up the Chilling Rains. We talked about this last week. The Elite Trainer Box Chilling Rains. They were up last week. They were still up. They just recently sold out. I think that's a really good sign for 
either one, they figured out how to prevent scalpers from buying a bunch of these, or number two, scalpers are stop slowly s stopping to care about Pokemon cards because brand new set, exclusively trainer box on PokemonCenter.com, sat there for over a week. It's pretty easy to pre-order. Yeah, yeah, I. They're sold out now. Speaking of pre-orders, some they it only took them six months. They figured out how to do pre-orders correctly here. Uh, they put up th series three of the Bear Walker skateboards. I know Will has a series two somewhere in that house. Yes, correct. It's uh, actually over my fireplace on the mantle, hanging on the wall. I haven't taken it out of the box. So <laughs> that's several steps down the line that I have not achieved. Interesting Pokemon choices here. So these Bear Walker skateboards, as of this recording, are still available for pre-order. They've been available for the last three days, I think. Which is different than the other Bear Walkers, which sold out within two hours. Yep. They decided to do a Pancham, a Snom, and a Pukamuku, which... That Pancham is legit! Yeah, the I Pan want the Snom so much. The Pancham is super cute, but I feel like they missed an opportunity to do Snom... Pukamuku and Pincurchin? Like, wouldn't that be the three you do together? No. No. Is Pincurchin a Pokemon? <sighs> <laughs> I did it on purpose just to get that sigh. Yes! I mean, they... Pincurchin is electric, so it doesn't fit the grass, fire... Pink theme? <laughs> Wa water snow theme. Well, this is what ice, water, hiding. Yeah. Dark? What you're trying to? <laughs> there's no pattern here. You have a bear and two sluggy things. Do not call my sweet snom a snom slug. Snom is not a slug. It's a it's a larvae. You. More like a maggot. I always love when they do non traditional Pokemon. Like, the default here would be, like, Grookey, Sobble, Scorbunny, or, I don't know, Leafeon, Glaceon, Sylveon. Pancham is, like, okay. People like Pancham. People Jam, adore Jam, Pancham. Yeah. Snom is probably one of the most popular Pokemon from Gen 8. Mm-hmm. And then there's Pikamuku. <laughs> Pikamuku gives... Pikamuku has raised in popularity since Pokemon Snap. Skip, oh. It's got that hand. Goes, I would say all these Pokemon stood out Deuces. to me in Pokemon <laughs> Snap. I, yeah. I wonder if this had something to do with it. Probably. I mean, you, you love to talk about the unified marketing universe of Pokemon timelines mm -hmm. and how everything can sync up and hit right at the right <laughs> The <moment>. unified uh, <laughs> cinematic merchandise universe right. of Pokemon. That's the name of my website, the Universal Cinematic <laughs> Pokemon Merchandise Pokemon dot com. PCUMCU. Uh so they this is how pre orders work though. You don't you don't say that a, a skateboard's for pre order and then it sells out in an hour. You put up the pre orders, you see how many people want the skateboards, and then you sell the skateboards to them. Yeah, but see, now that's different. Because pre orders of things like Amiibo, which are not numbered and limited edition, yes, you want to pre-order, find out how many people want, and then you make as many as people want. 
These skateboards are supposed to be numbered limited, limited edition, edition, not make to order. So look, Bear Walker ain't having he doesn't have anything else to do. But what is what, what are else, you talking about? What else is Bear Walker doing? Uh, non Pokemon skateboards. Walking. Being a bear. Being a bear. <laughs> Hanging out getting, at the Eagle. <laughs> getting the picnic baskets. Going to the Eagle. A bear Walker has got a lot happening. Also, I would like to point out uh, somebody on this call often gets their pre-orders canceled. Yeah, I I had my Amazon pre-order canceled <laughs> for my battle styles I ordered 16 months ago. It's fine. I got enough battle styles. My Barnes & Noble is always stocked. Battle styles easy to find. These skateboards look good. I, I finally ordered one. Well, now I know which one you ordered because you gave a clue in your Instagram, unless you completely lied. Mm, I think my Instagram was only to share the, the news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is just a thing. Anybody who wants to pre-order the Snom skateboard for me, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I will give you uh, where you can Put it on your uh, Amazon wish list, dude. <laughs> pre-order it. It doesn't charge you to ships. I'm not buying. Greg, you gotta no. get the you gotta get the decorative skateboard, so then it brings you one step closer to a real skateboard, so you can to the edge. And I'm about to break. You realize that I skateboarded as a child, and I didn't enjoy it. Then, Greg, we could go to Third Eye together. You get a skateboard, I get a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, there is so an Eric across the street from my house. We could go together. I will pick out the perfect board for you. <laughs> Is I mean, a longboard okay? Can he get a longboard? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I want to get that longboard life. Uh, is is this going to be a skate the infinity thing? Because then I'm really into it. Because I just finished that Look, series. I, I can introduce you to some folks in the Minneapolis skate scene, All Greg. Right. Mm. I'm in. I'm in to skate the infinity. Also, I'm not paying $250 to hang a snom skateboard <laughs> on my wall. Not with that attitude. I am not that much of a bro. Your money's not that good in the bank or something. Think of I the... Heard. Think of the 20-year value that skateboard will accumulate, now, especially if, if it's paired with an ancient Mew. Well, I have ancient Mew locked in the vault, so don't even start. But if there vault. is a Rosalia skateboard, you know that I will be hard-pressed to not buy that skateboard. Are you listening, Mr. Walker? Well, we don't... <laughs> Mr. Bear? We don't know if Mr. <laughs> Bear Walker is, is, is moving on to Series 4. Maybe this is his last hurrah, hence this why pre-orders no. are... Do you know how much money this is making him? How many drinks that buys at the Eagle? Like, two, but still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Center also restocked the sought-after Lapras float, and they uh, introduced a bunch of new float floaties. Is that the mm -hmm. plural? Uh, I think it's more like Floating rafts? devices. Rafts? Rafts? I mean, it a depends on the shape. Uh, if they, it's a tube, it's an inner tube. They did a Pikachu one and a Psyduck one in the standard ring, and then the they also did a brand new Snorlax and a Waylord, uh, which are very large. Waylord's too small. But no one cares about Snorlax and Waylord. The Lapras is sold out and gone. Poor Waylord, living his best life. I need a pool. Okay. I need a pool so that I have a reason to purchase these. Step one, them. you have a backyard. I know, two, but I don't have a pool. Purchase in a it. pool. 
Just Not start a pool back there. Just start digging a hole and then fill it with cement and then fill it with water. Well, no, you do the above ground pool. You don't do the below ground in no, the ground you gotta, pool. You ain't fancy. How are you going to show the pen people off if you don't have an in-ground pool? Pen people don't care about pools. No, they're, they're just, pen they, people. They, they're not they pool don't people. Up, they don't look up from their writing to notice that I have a pool. Exactly. What I need is that people to see me from an aerial shot lounging on my Snorlax pool float in my pool. You don't even live close enough to the airport to make it worth it. Don't waste your money on a pool. I'm not. Did Plus, we? outdoor pools in Minnesota are a two-month <laughs> experience. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Greg, you could get the floaty and go to oh, one yeah. of our many, many lake many beaches. Many, many fine lakes and which beaches. Which is a, I don't understand how those two words go together, because <laughs> lakes are made of mud and beaches are made of sand, but somehow out here in the middle of the country, they've made it happen. You be yeah, talking of course to town. We, we are They see creative. you roll up with that Waylord uh, raft. Yeah, they know, I, they know what's coming. Waylord in a tank top, and you're good to go. I mean, the art park has a place that people can swim in, so we could go to the art park with yeah. our Snorlax floaties and just take over. Yes. Did we talk about the slowpoke last week? The giant slowpoke? Yeah. I, I think we were mainly focused on uh, Yamper Booty, and I think we mentioned that there was a giant slowpoke, but definitely we can talk about the giant 59-inch slowpoke. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Slowpoke merchandise. We did talk about the Slowpoke event, because once again, in the coalescing universe of cross-promotional, you know, Slowpoke is now appearing everywhere yes. in mm-hmm. the Pokemon yes. world. It's part of the Pokemon Cinematic Universe merchandise. I have a problem variant. with the Slowpoke plush. It isn't the price. Although it is $450 and still available for pre-order. gravy. What? what? problem could you have the problem is they thing. say that it's a actual size a, they say it's life size right am i am i missing this where oh no they don't say it's life size they just yeah, say it's jumbo so take it slow with a jumbo plush because when when, when the lady is holding said yeah we we did talk about this when yeah. the, when the lady is holding said slowpoke plush it's it's significantly bigger than her and i've never imagined slowpoke being bigger than a person like i well, how I expect Slowpoke to be, like, maybe, like, two cats big. What? That's too small. Mm. Maybe three cats. Depending on how big your cat is. What's the official Slowpoke size? Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. I'm going to the sources. Because this Slowpoke is 26 inches tall, freedom units, and 59 inches long. It says it's based on Slowpoke's measurements in the official Pokedex. That's what it says. Yeah, because Slowpoke is 311. Yeah, so it's actually shorter than the actual slowpoke. Because three feet is 36 inches. Yeah. It's 311. It's all mixed up. It doesn't know what to do. Unless, oh, good gracious. Greg, <laughs> I am about to walk <laughs> off this program. Everyone in that band is dead. Man, I used to listen to that for no good reason. I still oh, have all their stuff. Gracious. They did one Lady Gaga cover, and that was the <laughs> end. <laughs> oh, a 311 Lady Gaga cover for Pride. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But Slowpoke is 311, so this Slowpoke is longer. Okay. Here's the issue with the concept of a Slowpoke height. Okay. Is it from 
tummy to back because Slowpoke is always just lounging around? Okay. Or is it from tail to head because, you know, a slow bro and a slow king can stand up? Well, you can't count the tail because it can be pulled off. But so it grows back. Is... Delicious. Succulent. Yeah, but that's a variable that you can't count in the Okay, in so the fine. Is it from feet to This plus would only be nose. worth $450 if you could chop the tail off and it grew back. <laughs> if the oh, tail was removable. Gracious. good. It should be attached with Velcro and you go, and then give it to your dog. And then you get a replacement sent to you. It makes an eye-catching decoration in any room or office, Steve. It could be on top of that large mouth right now. If he puts one more thing in that office, the office is going to explode. <laughs> Just think about it. You could have a giant slowpoke behind you with your BTS toilet paper on the back of the slowpoke. That's true. As, and as you an don't owner have that. of 30 rolls of BTS toilet paper, I've thought about this. I Look, I have thought hard. Still of, sealed. I have Still sealed. Still sealed. It's, it's only going up in value every day. I have thought about said slowpoke, but the problem with these plushes, as I learned from the Gigantamax Meowth I have, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, what a great purchase. I can make TikToks with this. I can make YouTube videos. I can do a lot with this thing that's behind me. But what they don't tell you prior to you ordering it and before it arrives to you is that it just minimizes the amount of space you have in your house. If you want to make any room reduces, reduces, yeah. yeah. You want to make any room smaller, you have it. Why isn't it in your bed as a body pillow? Its main function My to hug it and comfort it all night. Bed is already taken up by real cats. Real cats. <laughs> we'll get a bigger bed. Get your you get your uh, Alaskan king bed. No, I wanted a California king first of all. It's, I mean, I have a California king, but now that you have this giant mouth, you're going to have to bump it up to Alaskan. No, I don't. That's too big. Look at the size of the slowpoke and look at the size of the mouth and tell me you don't need that size of a bed. Okay, even even if I had an Alaskan king and I already was, it was full of plushes. <laughs> there's no such thing as an Alaskan king. I think there, there's a size bigger than California king. No. There is. You yeah, can, it's called custom made. It might be like you an freak. Alabama king or something. No. I think there's something bigger. <laughs> I, I reject all this. An Alaskan king bed measures 108 inches by 108 inches, 9 feet by 9 feet, and is the largest mattress available. This is made up. It's not real. This is from a thing that says, what's a Wyoming king, an Alaskan king, and a Texas king? No. 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 <laughs> no. All to all of them. No. Maybe I don't know how to store plushes. Maybe this is my downfall. You don't. Because how you... are other people storing their Meowth? Where are they putting it? You find a closet. You put it in the closet. You hang it up in the closet. And so that when people open it up, there's a Meowth in there. Mm-hmm. What a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. that everyone's looking forward to. Like my square footage in my house just keeps going down and down because of these plushes. Yes, correct. Get, get a vacuum seal bag. I could have got half a pen for the cost of Meowth, <laughs> and I would have gotten more of my office back. And but something it, to write with. You wouldn't have to be destroying yeah. the environment by per- perpetually investing in these Pilot G2s that you dispose of once the ink runs out. Mm-hmm. You could have a nice fountain pen that you just slurp up the ink into a refillable glass inkwell. like that sentence. 
slurp. I'm I I am a master of the English language and several others. <laughs> and yes, we need to take slurp. a break. Uh, <laughs> to do what? Deal with your with your meowth issue, or to order this incredible, wonderful slowpoke plush that would look great with a bunch of BTS toilet paper. At on this back. point, when I hopefully eventually move to Minnesota, I'm going to have to get a separate U-Haul for Meowth and yes. Slowpoke yes. at this point. Meowth will just drive on there, but just get a, <laughs> buy an airplane ticket and just have it fly. It's like, what, a 20-minute flight? Yeah. Only like a $200 ticket, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you're even closer to the amount of the pen. <sighs> All right, we'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yes, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is true because I just signed myself up for this to test their service, and I did get matched with somebody, like, within... It was within a day, less than a day. I got my first message, and and now I'm going through the whole intake process. Really just because, you know what? It's always good to check in and just sort of have a third party to talk to me about the things that I think that aren't Steve or Will because they get tired of listening to my problems. Or you're going to therapy because of me and Will. (laughs) Well, I do need somebody to talk to about Will and Steve quite a bit. So the process is super easy. Uh, I did check all the various things. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they do make it easy and uh, free to change counselors if you need. Uh, I tested this feature. There's menus. You can go in. You can click what you're looking for, specialties, what what you want, and they will take that into account. It is Pride Month. So yes. I want to say that if you specifically want an LGBT-friendly BetterHelp counselor, they have a little checkbox for that. Yep, which I did. Pick. Uh, you can visit BetterHelp.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced professional. And a special offer to its super effective listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com. break before we get into the rest of the news we have yes can we get can we pour one out for pokemon snap no oh, did that die Why? too no one seems to care anymore that and post malone what? <laughs> what did you expect 
the game came out, what, a month ago? Uh, yeah, like five weeks ago. It, it's a single-player game that everybody talked about, posted all their pictures, played 60 hours in. 60 hours is, like, less than two work weeks for business. All these people are like, Pokemon Snap is dead. It's, it was a good game. Everybody loved it. It lived its life. What no, do you I want? <laughs> what do you want? No, I mean, it was fine. It was good. It was just that... <laughs> I don't I'm get still it. On, I'm still stuck on Meganium. Metopia came out. A better game came out. That's the life cycle of these things. I, I abandoned Animal Crossing for Sword and Shield. I abandoned Pokemon <laughs> Snap for the far superior Metopia. I definitely enjoyed my time with Pokemon Snap. I mean, I streamed it for like three weeks. Yep. And that third week I was streaming it, it just didn't seem like people cared anymore, even though I wasn't even close to being done with the game. I mean, I finished my Pokedex. I got all hundred and how many Pokemon? 214 Pokemon. 214, yeah. I finished that. I didn't get to go back and do four stars on every picture, but I probably would have needed <laughs> 200 to 300 more. I didn't get all did the titles. Get to? Did they? Did somebody from your stream come and steal your copy of the game? No, I just... I, <laughs> uh, things happened. I moved on to different games. But also, I'm not going to stream a game that you know people don't seem super interested in. I can understand that. Yeah. I think there's like a I think there's a conversation that I probably don't want to have today about how like going back to our original talks like 5 weeks ago about how people wanted shinies and people wanted DLC. I don't think any of that would have extended the game bes- besides maybe people playing an extra day or two. But no, but that's what happens with DLC yeah. and stuff. I mean, I give it an extra week more than an extra day or <laughs> yeah. two, but I mean they're only you get. going I mean, so Compare this to, like, Sword and Shield. To get through the, the base story of Sword and Shield is a 30-hour experience, and then a lot of people stop. Yeah. I think the post-game is both there for Sword and Shield and Snap, right? Like, you can yeah. shiny hunt, you can go through the battle tower, you can uh, breed, you can collect all the items. I do think they did, like, there's no disservice or hard feelings I have for Pokemon Snap. I think their post-game of finish the Pokedex, get all the pictures, upload to leaderboard. I think it was all great. Yeah. I just don't know how... Maybe it doesn't matter. I just don't know how they get people to... I think they were close to getting people to come back to it every day. I think if the leaderboard refreshed in a better way, instead of, like, once that Thursday night hit, which is when the leaderboard refreshed, whoever they grabbed for, like, top photos, they would stay top photos for the week. Um, and then it kind of did a bad job at refreshing photos to show to you. I feel like they were so close to, and th- that's the problem, not a problem, but that's like the struggle that a lot of games have is how do we get our players to come back every day to keep playing? But also we need to make sure that we're not confusing the concept of mobile gaming, which is we need continue well, just mobile anything at this yeah. point. Like we need continuous engagement from players over all time, unending. They must come and touch <laughs> us at least once a day versus the console based gaming experience, which is a game can be successful if mm-hmm. people play it all the way through, enjoy it, and put it away. I yeah. have not played The Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda, in many, many years. It's still <laughs> a really good game. Yeah. I, th- I think it's fine that 
I, I think Snap had a longer life than people expected. Yeah. But there's no real collection. Like, you aren't looking for something to add to your collection. It's not like Sword and Shield, where you have these things that you're going to be able to put them in home, that you're you're able to shiny hunt, that you're able to to use on teams, that you're able to trade to other people. It has sort of a built-in endpoint, get all the pictures, see all the cool scenes. And that's fine for a game. It's not... Mm -hmm. It wasn't built to be a forever game. It was built to be a beautiful experience, which it was, and then you're like, cool. And if DLC came out, it would be super popular. And people are like, yeah, I'll go visit that again for a week. I really liked it. It it can just have been a game that people got a lot of fun out of and then ended. It's not an Animal Crossing. But we've also uncovered a very deep fail in the coalescing, expanded Pokemon universe intersectionality in that by releasing the Lapras floaty before the (laughs) predetermined end of time life of Pokemon Snap and the skateboards, everybody is like running to be outdoors. And it's like, you can't, you're either floating down the river in your Lapras floaty or you're sitting in front of the TV playing Pokemon Snap, but you can't do both. So, hey, so those I mean, Nintendo that's a, that's... commercials told me that I take my Switch to a rooftop. There's other people with their Switches. <laughs> rooftop is not, not floating. I can territory. take my Switch on that Lapras floaty. I just got to make Are sure you I don't drop, drop it. your Switch in the water. No, you have to be in that rare, that very small wedge percentage of mm-hmm. humanity that number one has an accessible rooftop that you can go out and sit upon. Number two has a floaty kitty pool, which I know you do because I saw you open it on your stream. You've got the Pokemon kitty pool that you can then fill with water and put a Lapras floaty into. I think the Lapras is bigger than the kitty pool. (laughs) I'm almost positive of this. That's called planning. I, I mean, do you think developers, do you think Bandai Namco, Namco Bandai, do you think they know that like... We're releasing this game. They think it's solid. I thought it was solid. I thought it was a very good mm-hmm. game. Do you think they're like, this game's going to come and go? Yeah. I'm sure they think, this is how much money this game is going <laughs> to yeah. make. Yeah. Period. I it could be a five-minute game, it's... but if it tracks out to $50 yeah. billion, dollars, it's getting made. It is a success. Yeah. I mean, I think they counted as a success. It sold well, didn't it? Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt I... it wasn't. I mean, I think they were like, yeah, this is a single-person set-established game, and you'll play it, and you'll get what you get out of it. It will sell really well, and and done. Not only did it sell really well, it got really good reviews yeah. of, hey, this is... B- what better review can you ask for than, this is better than I was expecting? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm it, happy with this. For the two weeks that it was in the public conscience, it was everybody was talking about it, and everybody loved it. I don't think they can get a better proof to the Pokemon company that they did a really good game. I don't think they needed to make the game more than they did, and I don't think it needed to last longer than it did. I mean, it is an experience game, and you had a great experience with it. I did. I really liked that game a lot. And people's... I mean, to capture people's attention for two weeks is not a small feat these days. That is a long chunk of time. True. For a game to have captured a huge swath of people for for a, a a big part of their of their ramp up to summer, I agree. 
I just want I just want to talk about Pokemon Snap. I just like that game a lot. So I'm not going to pour one out. It had a wonderful life. It still lives downstairs. I may go back to it at some point when I'm done uh, defeating the Dark Lord Will in my e- Metopia game. Look, <laughs> I want nothing to do with your Metopias. It's too late. I yeah, have Facebook reminding me every day of all the fun that I used to have with the one on your phone. Yep. But I was like the la- I was the last person to log in on the last day that that game was available. What was that called? Mitomo? Mitomo. Yeah, yes. Mitomo was fun. And all you all abandoned me. Mhm. I I'm, so I'm done with your me playground. I well, did this not is why give you're the you villain in my game. Permission Good. to put me in Metopia. That is my exclusive. Oh, I know. My likeness, likeness is worth money. No, it's not. Registered trademark. This bald, shaved head right here and tank top. Mm-hmm. Registered ta- trademark. These guns. You you can't you can't just reproduce these <laughs> guns on the internet for free, buddy. I mean, I did. Uh, well, you'll be I, hearing from my lawyer. Okay. S- uh, speaking of lawyers, lawyers. <laughs> that see, this is the problem with the twenty fifth anniversary is we haven't had yeah enough legal controversies. We need we need more. We haven't had anything. We need Milwaukee to do more Looney Tunes anti Pokemon Go stuff so that we can have that to talk about. This has nothing to do with lawyers. Uh, they released the new gimmick for the TCG. Ooh, what's the new Ooh. gimmick? Do you think? I remember there was a time where people were like, Gigantamax is dumb, Dynamax is dumb, bring back Megas. These people know nothing about Pokemon. <laughs> Let me introduce you to the Pokemon trading card game, or gimmicks are even more dumb. There was a... Mic- Before we get to this new gimmick that they showed off, it's called V-Union, by the way. We'll come... Yeah, we'll circle- I, 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 I saw this in my Instagram story. Is this like Legion and Cardfight Vanguard? Because, man, that drove so many players away. We'll and it was just They were just mad. We'll about- circle back to what V-Union is. I need to lay okay, the groundwork okay. here. When Will and I got into the Pokemon trading card game competitively, it was around Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Undaunted, Black and White, Black and White Emerging black, Powers. It was Black and White for me, yeah. And there were these cards called Legend cards. I owned them all, and they were not good. There were points in time throughout the competitive scene where they were. Maybe like B tier at best. They weren't like A decks. They were like B decks. And before anyone writes in and be like, I won with Kyogre Groudon. <laughs> I am sure there are very good players that were able to make these decks work for them. There is a very specific situation where my friend Kyle Sukovich, whose name is Puka, he was the best player in Wisconsin. And he won with like this vanillite, vanillix Victini deck at a, at like a Battle Roads. And the only reason he won wasn't because this deck was like an A tier deck. He even admitted that it was just a fun deck he wanted to play. But because he won the Battle Roads, tons of people started building vanillix Victini <laughs> because he won with it. So I don't doubt people won with these legend cards, but they were awful. Let me explain what they were. Do you, everyone listening to the show knows what a full art card is? It's it's a Pokemon card. Usually, the Pokemon takes up the entire card. The art is pretty good. Legend cards during Heart Gold Soul Silver were two cards 
that made up one card. So for there was like Cresselia Darkrai, uh, like Raiko Suicune, Kyogre Groudon, uh, Rayquaza was just he. They were on their own card, and you just the top half was his head, the bottom half was his butt. Uh, snakes have butts, I guess. So snakes. Yeah, it's like a dragon. He's a dragon. Dragon snake. Snake. Man, dragons are just big snakes. So, like, Kyogre, Groudon, Legend. So, Kyogre's on, like, the top part, Groudon's on the bottom. And when you're playing the TCG, you needed both of these cards in your hand at the same time in order to play it down on your bench. Uh, And you could only play, at the time, you could only play two of each because they were considered one card. So, you could have two Kyogres and two Groudons. But the bad thing is, if you relied on this as your win condition in your deck, and both Kyogres were in the prizes, and you got two bottom half of Groudon that you can't do anything with, you're kind of, you can't do anything with. And specifically, their moves were pretty expensive. They were pretty hard to power up. Um, and normally, the, the reason why these don't do particularly well is because when you have a mechanic in the trading card game to quickly accelerate energy. So let's say, for example, I'm trying to make this as easy as possible. Let's say you're running a water deck. Usually the, the easiest way to run a water deck is to run like a Blastoise. And Blastoise has an ability to um, normally like take energy from your hand and you can put as many on your Pokemon as you want. But Blastoise is a stage two. So you got to have the Squirtles, you got to have the Rare Candy, you got to have the War Turtles, you got to have the Blastoise. It takes, sometimes it's hard to get Blastoise up and running. And so not only would you have to get Blastoise up and running, you got to try to figure out how to get Kyogre Groudon up and running, because you got to get two of these cards in your hand at the same time. And normally with like a Blastoise kind of deck, you have one powerful EX or GX or V card, because it's just simpler that way, right? Instead of needing Squirtle and Rare Candy and Blastoise, just run a Keldeo. Keldeo's pretty alright. It has good HP, decent attack. So, that's like the dilemma. These cards existed. We are now in 2021. And the Pokemon company said, Nah! Two cards, (laughs) not enough! V-Union? How about you need four cards in your hand and you gotta play all four at the same time for this powerful abomination that exists? I thought they had to be in your discard pile. Yeah, so so instead of the, the legends, you needed them in your hand and then you play the two legends in your hand at the same time to your bench. So the So you still need four union cards. They need to go into your discard pile first. Once they go into your discard pile, you can then put it on your bench. There are ways to discard cards, although they got rid of Ultra Ball, which was probably the people's (laughs) favorite way of discarding. So Ultra Ball was discard two cards from your hand, search in your deck for any Pokemon. Mm. There's like usually like Professor Juniper or Professor's Research, which you discard your entire hand and draw seven cards. There are... Cards that let you discard, but the, there, there are a couple problems here that I at least see, although I would assume that the people making gimmicks in the Pokemon trading card game, I would assume that they playtested this and that they um, 
I don't know. Yu-Gi-Oh has this kind of stuff. They have like Exodia. Yeah, Exodia. It's the only thing I remember from the cartoon. They haven't had Exodia in like 28 years. You can still <laughs> play Exodia. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, Exodia is still out there. The various pieces throughout the world. And once you collect five of them, you get Exodia and Exodia destroys the world. And of course, then you win. Then you win because the yes. world is gone. So the problem with this is that you can only run you can only run one V Union card. So there's there's three of them they showed: Greninja V Union, Zacian V Union, Mewtwo V Union. So you can't have like two Mewtwo V Unions or a Mewtwo and a Zacian. You can only play one per your deck. But what I said earlier, the same thing that applies to Legends applies here. If left thigh of Mewtwo is in your discard or is in your uh, prizes and the other three are in your discard pile, you still can't play Mewtwo until you get that prize card because you're relying on all of those to be in your deck and not prized. Although there has been cards like Gladion that can help you switch out your prizes. And these cards have four different moves and or abilities. So for example... Uh, Greninja has four attacks and has an ability, and its ability it has two abilities, actually. One ability is it can't be poisoned. The other ability is at any point your opponent plays an item from um, their hand, you can just uh, you prevent that from happening. So that, that would be like if they try to crushing hammer you, they just can't. Doesn't it also have probing foot? Yeah. Got three abilities. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, it does have three abilities. At any Three point, abilities, you... one attack, right? No, the Greninja has multiple attacks. Greninja has like water, water, colorless. This attack does 180 to a oh, bench. Three abilities and four attacks. Okay. Jeez. It's 300 HP. Zashian's <sighs> 320 HP. It doesn't have any abilities. It just has four attacks. And the Mewtwo has one ability, four attacks. Yeah. Really went all out on that Greninja card. Jeez. Yeah. And is this this Professor Burnett is supposed to help this whole thing happen? Yeah, I mean, Professor Burnett would would be very good for like any deck. Uh, so it's it's a weird concept because you can actually have all of the different V Union Pokemon in your deck. No, you can only have is, one V. No, no, no. You can have you can have V Union Greninja. You can have V Union Zacian. There's no restriction on having multiple V Unions. But the thing is, when you play V Union Greninja once from your discard to your bench, that's the only time you can play it. Once it's knocked out, you cannot play it again. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know how Yu-Gi-Oh does this, or there's like other card games, I think, that have four cards to do this. But if you're like a new player to the game, and you open up a booster pack, like you're like, I'm getting back into the Pokemon card game, here we go, and you open up a booster pack and your friend gets like full art Cynthia... You're like, man, that card is so cool. And then you open your pack and you're like, oh, I got Mewtwo's thigh. It's just, a le- it literally, the card is just his leg. And, and see, and it's my favorite time of year because all of a sudden I start getting messages on Facebook Messenger and Twitter and any other Instagram. And somebody will like literally send me a picture of Mewtwo's thigh and say, I just got this in the pack. What is this? <laughs> so do we think they're actually going to put them in packs or is it just going to be the the specialty package? You get the four V Union cards and you just have to buy that 
that um, blister pack to get that, and they're I don't know not going to they be do a that part for of America. Because it seems weird to collect all four of these. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a fun thing to collect. No, like like if you're buying booster packs and you're like, I keep pulling, yeah, Greninja's tongue. I feel like it's it's a thing that you buy a specialty blister pack for, and they have the worst two other card packs in the back that are still relevant. Yeah, in Japan they're coming in um, sixty card decks that are like fifteen bucks. So you get you get the Greninja Union, and then you get 56 other cards for, like, a pre-made deck. I feel like that is the best way to do this and not have it in a pack, but what do I know? I this, I feel like the TCG was getting so good at making the game a little bit quicker and a little bit more accessible, <laughs> and I mean... I mean, this could just be a one-off, a quick little thing that happens, and then they're like, that was fun, we out. Yeah, I mean they they came in with with the legend stuff real quick. I mean all the legends was like one specific set I remember. I think it was just it was just undaunted. Although I will say in some defense of the legends, the first time you and I ever met in person, either you or Vinny was playing Ho-Oh Legend. I think it was Vinny. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Or it might have been are. me. I really liked Ho-Oh decks. <laughs> Ho-Oh decks are pretty similar. They're usually like play one of every energy and then revive Ho-Oh from the discard pile and attach the energy. Um, I don't think it was me, though. I think I have played Ho-Oh Legend, but whew, not great. <laughs> <laughs> I like to try to give Ho-Oh some, you know, some freedom. Some Pokemon Go news here is there will be a free remote raid pass from Breakthrough Research through all of June. I don't know if we talked about that last week. Also... That Ho, speaking of Ho, oh that was not meant to be a transition, but Ho, oh will be shadow formed from Giovanni. Uh, that will start Thursday, June 17th through Wednesday, September 1st. If you complete the latest Team Rock Go Rocket special research, uh, you will get the Super Rocket Radar, which will let you track down Giovanni, which will let you get Shadow Ho, oh And if you want, not Ho-Oh, you have until June 17th to do Zapdos from Giovanni. I mean, and you're going to save your Shadow Ho-Oh and purify them so that you unlock their hearts so they're not tortured forever, right? And they work better if they're they still don't. shadows. They're, they're mad and angry. How is that better for their mental well-being? This is about financial... <laughs> Not about the actual Pokemon itself. And if I could sell a Shadow Ho-Oh for more than I could sell a Purified Ho-Oh, you know where my dollar is going to go. Yeah, valid. Did you guys finish your Slowpoke event? There was a Slowpoke event? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I actually did. It was probably the easiest one that they've done. Yeah, and it had a cute shirt. The cute shirt sold me. Uh, also the fact that Galarian Slowpoke was in raids and there's one that popped like close to my house and I just did it and it was like cool yeah, beans. I, I guess I could evolve a slow bro and a slow king. Yeah. I've not seen Galarian Slowpoke. So only in raids or through special research, right? So there is a, I mean, I could leave right now cause there's a slow bro down the street. 
The Galarian one? No, they don't no. spawn in the wild. Slow bro. Yeah. Great, oh, great slow bro. Slow. slow bro. I thought you I, don't you have to evolve it? Isn't that what the yeah, sign you have is to on evolve it, which is kind of silly because if you just catch a wild slow bro, it doesn't count. May not have enough slow poke. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I just cleaned all these out. What up? What up? Niantic also announced that the next two community days will be on July 3rd and August 15th. They didn't say which Pokemon they Why? would be. They should have just skipped. I mean, we're doing GoFest in July. Skip July Community Day. You have a community day coming. It's called GoFest. Yeah. Ah, it's yeah. fine. What? We don't even know what it is. What is it? What is the Pokemon that's coming? Uh, Dino. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be Baneary. Well, wasn't there that Bidoof thing that's supposed to happen at the end of the month? Oh, yeah, the two of us. We don't know for sure. We just suspect that it's We Bidoof. suspect. There's no way it's not Bidoof. Has to be Bidoof. Is, is, are, is it a Bidoof community day? Because I'm going to skip that thing. <laughs> no, because that, that thing was like three days. Look, oh, Greg, yeah. Yeah. We, don't, we don't skip community days. But we determine, listen, we determine a level of effort in business. We call this L-O-E. If it's a really good, I I don't want to say Gibbles, a really good community day, but whatever. If Steve's coming out, we go, we do the walk, we uh, effort. If it's Badoof community day, (laughs) you and I will meet up at a diner. We'll sit at a table. We'll eat a burger. We'll poke at our screen. Yeah. I'll, we'll get an incense going. We'll get a lure going. and Works for me. The le- level of effort will be much lower. <laughs> Balls in your cart, Pokemon Go. Uh, the Pokemon Go COVID rewards are like slowly ending. I think they only have like 20 some days left. You can check in the app. I don't know off the top of my head, but I'd be curious what they're... I'd be curious not like them renewing it, but what is sticking around and what's not. Yeah. Like are they going to add I mean, the walking to GBL? Are they going to um sixteen days left twenty hours? So the special bonuses right now are you can open one point five as many gifts. So I think you can open thirty instead of twenty. Oh, I can't wait for that to go away. I'm so tired <laughs> of sitting there every morning and opening so many gifts. Let me hit my limit and free me from this despair. Uh, no I... more walking for Go Battle League. Boosted damage for traders battling in remote raids. Twice the effectiveness of incense. Buddies will bring you items more often. And I think there was that huge like upset where they got rid of the what was it half egg. Walking, yeah. and then there was like some other things. I don't know. I think for I think the biggest thing here is probably the Go Battle League stuff. I don't do Go Battle League, um, but I would imagine those people would probably be very upset if they had to start walking. Um, the other stuff, I think the only thing I really care about is like the twice incense effectiveness. Like I think incense are in a really good place right now, and because they cost money, I feel like they were not worth the price you were paying. Yeah, and I feel like they now are worth the price you are paying. True, agree. I mean, my Pokemon Go now that I'm permanently working from home, my Pokemon Go everything will be suffered because I don't have easy walk routes anymore. I like the winter months. I'm not walking around my frigid neighborhood. I don't have a downtown office where I can walk indoors and have a million stops by me. Time to get a North Face jacket. Then you can walk in the cold. No, then you get a Canada Goose jacket. Is yeah. what you get for the cold. 
but I'm also not doing that either. Because that what am I doing with my hands? Let my hands freeze off. Use those bad touch gloves yeah, that are so bad. thin that they don't save my hands. Or do I walk? Or, do I drive around like I did last December, getting deported like a creeper, parking my car in people's neighborhoods, and I get reported and do, arrested? Do what I do. Set your Pokeball Plus to auto capture. Mm. So uh, with your zip tie that, wrapped around, hit that. <laughs> hit that, that <laughs> look, I got just as many shinies as you did. So with a lot less uh, finger friction. That's true, but I wasn't aiming for shinies. I was aiming for those excellent curves because you get the three times the XP. What? I gotta get to 50. That's where the real game Uh, begins. uh. There is no real game at 50. This is the false... I'm once again here to tell you, play the game at your own pace. Do not buy into their false narrative. I didn't tell people to rush. I'm just saying I need to get to 50. I didn't say we (laughs) need to get to 50. Oh, I'm so sad Snap is gone, but I'm gonna gobble my way to 50 and go. Hey, Go is is providing for me. Question of the week, Greg. Now's the time on the cast when I wonder what will be asked. Pulled from Slack and YT, it's the question of the week. This is from Brian. What is your favorite dual type combination? That exists or has yet to exist? Well, I would say if they're saying your favorite. I would assume it would have to exist. <laughs> I mean, I could have a favorite that doesn't exist yet. Like Ice Fire, you'd be like, oh man, I'm yeah, I love Ice, fire, ice fire, anticipating that day. A bunch of my favorite Pokemon are Grass Poison, but that's not my favorite type. I think my favorite type is Ground Ice. Mamoswine? I like my Ground Ice. Yeah, I love Mamoswine. Not Grass Poison? I mean, I, I don't like poison as a type. Grass poison, if, a.k.a. every grass Pokemon in Gen 1. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Rosalia and Roserade could be grass fairy, I would be a lot happier. Mm. But they're not. I don't like poison as a type. I do like fairy dragon. Who is yeah. our fairy dragon? Mega Altaria? No. <laughs> no. I, I don't like Altaria. I just, it, ain't gonna, it just does not hit the spot. I mean, I like Grass Fairy a lot, but there's only, like, isn't it just Whimsicott? Oh, I do like Whimsicott, though. I want Roserade to go to Grass Fairy. You got Ghost Fairy, which is Mimikyu. I mean, Mimikyu is great, yes. Mimikyu is great. I will, I, yes, I will say that. You got Bug Fairy and Ribambi. I mean, I do, but I don't, like... Like there are so few bug types that I like, and it's not because of their bugs. I like Dark Fairy, Grinsnarl. Dark Fairy fairy is well, Impidim. Let's not go further than that. I love Grim. I love the Grim. Love the Snarl. Okay, do you like it more than Electric Fairy, Dedenne? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I like Dedenne. I don't care about Dedenne's typing. I just like Dedenne. But, I mean, I like Grimmsnarl. I also like that Grimmsnarl is Dark Fairy. Oh, Shenotic is also Grass Fairy. Okay, whoa, ho, ho. let's not talk about Pokemon no one likes here. Hey, what? No one I is had, liking Shenotic. I had Shenotic on my team to take on the whole, I don't want to start up this conversation again, but the end of 
Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Shinotic was a carry. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's uh, why you didn't like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon that much. I did like that game. The reason I didn't like it was because of the motion <laughs> control. So let's not go down that road again. Uh, I will also put Ice Fairy in my list. I do like Ice Fairy quite a bit. What is Ice Fairy? Nine Tails of Lowland form. Oh, okay. Mm. I did get Greg and Lowland Vulpix for Yay. birthday. Okay, Dark Fairy for me. Dragon Fairy. Mm, and uh, Steel Dragon is pretty good. That's going to be your, like, uh, Duraludon and your Dialga. I think those are maybe your only two. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like Give me, Give me one type. <laughs> give me my pure, my pure type. I like a water flying. <laughs> Ground flying. There you go. That's my fave. Oh, so you like Fly Glanderous. Yeah. That's a pretty good well, question. Also, honestly. wait. Um, the, who are the, the creepy flying scorpion guys? Gligar. Gligar. Oh, Gligar. Gliscor. Gliscor. Yeah. Gligar. They're ground flying, too. Pretty sure. Aren't they? I think so. Let me look. Aren't Where we are supposed you, to be the experts? Where are you, the Gligar? thing is, is they're, they're not poison, but they do a whole bunch of poison fun stuff. Yes. Gligar is ground flying. Why do you say no. Gligar funny? What do you mean? You say Gligar. It's not. Because I'm happy and I'm full of glee. So don't <laughs> judge. Thanks. In this month of pride, how dare you? Uh, that question was from our Slack community from Patreon. Uh, we are also adding. A YouTube question. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you want a question for the next week, next week, you can comment on this YouTube video. Uh, we have a lot, but we can only pick one. Mm-hmm. So it's don't no don't take it personally. There's just a lot of questions, <laughs> and the show is already too long. So yes, I will. We'll ask the. We'll we'll do this one, and if I we missed your question, which. We did, we did, because we only picking one. Uh, feel free to ask it next week or ask a different question or just be sad. I don't know. Pick your pick your poison. Uh, this is from Pokeflows from YouTube. What are your guys' thoughts on future Pokemon games having a dip- difficulty option at the start of the game to make it harder or for more experienced players or to keep it easy for new or younger players? For example, easy, normal, hard. Dang, I actually saw this question on the YouTube and have a prepared response. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. It's called, they did it before, nobody cared, they stopped doing it. Okay. Well, they did it before, but it was post-game. It was bad. Which was weird, and it was badly implemented. Oh, it was real bad, because it was like, in one of the games, yeah. you could switch to easy, easy mode. In the other yeah, game, you could so switch to hard mode. But, uh, you, could, you could technically have them in both. because You, just you had to exchange keys yes. with your friends. So, <laughs> like, if you had... Okay, let's just explain this real quick. In Pokemon Black 2 and White 2... There was an easy, normal, and hard. And if you played white 2, when you got to the end, you got a key, which you could send to another game, as many games as you wanted, and that would unlock the easy mode for that player. And if you beat black 2, and you got the hard key, if Greg played black, and Will played white, and I was the new player... They could send me both keys in my copy, regardless of if I have white or black, too. And then when I start the game, I would have easy, normal, and hard. But it was dumb because of what I just laid out. You had to get through the game and do it. As somebody who has played through the hard mode of Pokemon, gym leaders all had one extra Pokemon. 
Um, the gym leaders were like four levels above what they normally were. Like I think Charon was the first gym leader in Black 2, spoiler. He's normally like, I think he's normally level 10 and level 12. And then in hard mode, he's like level 14 and level 16. Um, and normally they, they're not only would the Pokemon be higher levels is the Pokemon would have like a slightly different moveset. And then I think for Charon, he had a third Pokemon instead of the two. And that was kind of how the whole game went in the, I think, and this is what I've always said. I think this is the fundamental problem with Pokemon is, is as somebody who has played more than one Pokemon game, I understand the world of Pokemon. So by you giving the gym leader an extra Pokemon and making them slightly harder, all you're doing is you're telling me I need to spend more time knocking out Audino before I battle that gym leader. I, I, get, I think it would be, depend on how they implement the various modes. It could be fun, but they'd have to implement it in a way that hard mode isn't just grind more. Right, and that's what I felt... For Black yeah. 2, is I just felt like so, I was grinding Audino a little bit more. I didn't feel like, like it was like much if, harder. If hard mode had a cap, when you went into gym, if you went over the gym's level and said, you cannot bring these Pokemon into this gym, like things like that that would actually make, actually make it a hard mode, something that you couldn't power through, I could see that being implemented. But if it's... I mean, what generally happens in turn-based games is hard mode is I'm just going to grind my levels above. Well, yeah, the answer to most everything in Pokemon is grind more. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not that's not necessarily more fun. Well, and, and I would say I think just looking at the history of video games, where a long time ago, almost every game you started out by saying, I want easy, normal, hard, murder me. (laughs) Just look at the starting menu for Doom, right? Doom came out in 94, 95, something like that, same time as Pokemon. But the, the thing was, the increasing intensity of those hard modes in those games was make the opponents have more health, reduce the spawn of bullets, don't allow the player to regen. Three relatively yeah. simple things to implement. It's just like you hit those fields, like, you know, X times the health of any opponent, NP or whatever thing that you have to defeat. Uh, divide by four the number of health packs you'll find as pickups, you know, the number of bullets you'll find as pickups. And, you know, no regen. If you die, you restart the level or restart the game, turn it into a roguelike, whatever. But, if you were to do that in Pokemon, it, it just it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make it any harder experience. It wouldn't make it a better experience, right? Because it's it's not like I have to think harder. It's once again I have to grind more. So because technically, like, there's an infinite supply of supply items in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, just as long as you're patient enough and willing to grind them out. So like limiting the number of drops, it doesn't doesn't exist i think my my problem with this is like i get it there there are like really hard rom or fan-made games and they're like designed to be that way and they're designed to be very specific in the sense of like the person who made them curated the gym leader to cover their bases um and they end up being like very tedious um but on top of that the person is also usually doing some sort of nuzlocke where yeah 
if their Pokemon dies, they or faints, they don't use it anymore. And if that if that one rule wasn't there, those fan-made games wouldn't be as hard as they are, right? right. Because you're thinking in a different way of like, well, if if he dies and then this steam rolls and then I have to go back and regrind, but I can't have him die because I need him for the next gym leader. Like it that that one rule of like if my Pokemon faints, I can't use them again changes well, so much of your the, thought process in a battle. Rule, the other rule is you can only catch one thing on a route. You are right. artificially limiting how many Pokemon you have, how many you can catch, and if you can use them past. So the difficulty comes in that you have a much smaller and less ideal, sometimes, pool of Pokemon, because it's the first one you get on the route, and it could be a Caterpie. <laughs> or and, it could be a Lotad. Yeah, not the 1% that rare spawn that might be better. I mean, there are ways to implement that in the game. I think that is a mode a very small percentage of people would actually want to play and not be worth yeah. coding and making in the so, game. Uh, here's the answer. Pokemon <laughs> hard mode, every gym leader, every gym, Whitney's meal tank. No, Whitney's meal tank <laughs> is so easy. Pokemon easy mode. Every gym, every gym is leader just is a bug gym. Literally, yes. just bring Geodude and you'll be fine against Whitney's Mill Tank. I think there is room for like a first time playing Pokemon and a expert playing Pokemon. I think there's a hundred percent that that like yeah. that somewhere that fits of maybe you not necessarily speed up the game, but maybe you don't have to teach these mechanics. But there, there I think. If anything, maybe not a hard mode, but there, I feel like maybe there needs to be, this is so hard because people learn differently. Yeah. Like, I, I, an easy, like there's, I, I still cannot imagine somebody who has never played a Pokemon game. It's their first Pokemon game and you drop them in. There's 400 Pokemon. There's all these moves. What do these moves do? What are these priority levels? What resist? What, what type is super effective? There is a lot to learn. All these held items. And EVs, IVs, and almost all that stuff you can ignore. Like, you can go through yeah. an entire Pokemon game, never hear the term EVs, IVs, never care about nature, never equip a held item, and you can do it. And I think that is so important for a person to experience. But I do think there, there could be a slightly hard, more difficult mode, more challenging mode, where... Maybe you do have to have held items or at least equipped mystic water or at least equipped charcoal or at least maybe use a TM. But that prevents like nothing is stopping a player from over leveling. Right. Uh, unless you the, the way you prevent that is you walk into like the battle tower. You walk into a gym. Yeah. yeah if yeah, your yeah. Pokemon's 15, it brings it down to 14 because that's fair. But these yeah. are all things you can do yourself, right? Like if you wanted the game to be harder... So this is my the the funny thing I always think of is when somebody goes a Pokemon game is too easy and this is how they play they walk into a gym they battle the du first dude they then leave the gym heal go back into the gym battle the second dude leave the gym heal go back into the gym battle the third dude leave heal and then they save in front of the gym leader after fully healed and they 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 start the game and then they complain that the game is too easy you made that conscious conscious choice. To do that, um, like if you wanted the game to be harder, if that's your complaint, if it's too easy, like I don't care. I do that too because I just it, it's just tedious to not do it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But if I wanted to be challenged, try going like try going through the gym without healing at all. Is it harder? Probably. Is it as hard as you want? Maybe not. But that was your choice. And if you are battling a gym leader and you decide to use a potion and then use a potion and then you're like, ah, he only has like eight more of these hydro pumps left. That's not true. Hydro pump only has five. He only has three more of these hydro <laughs> well, pump left. What if he used PP max or PP up? And you like, y- there are so many things you can do as a player to control your experience. And I think that's, I think that's a great part of the Pokemon games. Like you choose which Pokemon you want. You chose to pick Dragonite. You could have chose Dunsparce. You chose to use those potions. You chose to go into the gym leader with six Pokemon. You could have went in with three if you wanted to be like the anime. They have three. You have three. Mm -hmm. You can even make it so easy if you wanted to. Like, I would say most people maybe don't change their team a lot, right? They, They get six pretty early on. They usually keep with the six. Maybe they change one or two. But I feel like it's very rare that a player gets to the Elite Four with like 30 different Pokemon that they can pick from. Usually it's like six, maybe eight or nine. But like most people just gravitate towards a team and use that team through the whole game. But no one is stopping you from walking into Blaine with six water Pokemon. No one is stopping you from going into Valerie with nothing but steel Pokemon, right? Like... Again, those are choices you as a player can make. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so great in a Pokemon game. That's not saying that there shouldn't be like, hey, look, I've played like seven of these. Can we at least mix it up? Like, I think that that would be valid. Um, But I don't know if like them dedicating time to like this curated hard mode is is really worth it for the amount of players that or even or even a curated easy mode. Because I, I I think it's hard to define out amongst a large populace and a large way that people play what's easy, what's average, standard, and what's hard. Like, there are a lot of variables there that I just don't... Yeah, I mean, I... I, I don't know that that's a, that's a thing that we need. <laughs> Like I would, I would use my wife as example. You know, she's played through all of Sun and Moon, all of X and Y, all of Ultra Sun and Moon, all of Ruby and Sapphire as a kid. Like she's played through quite a bit of Pokemon games, but she doesn't, she doesn't know. Like I, I would probably say, hey, what type is Mega Altaria? She probably doesn't know, <laughs> right? Like she's not an expert. I don't think she's ever equipped held items or anything like that. And I remember watching her go through Sword and Shield, and she struggled with uh, Kabu, Kabu, the fire type. Yeah. And she lost to him like three times in a row. And I was like, you realize that the, his pattern is just Will-O-Wisp attack, Will-O-Wisp attack. And once I pointed that out, she beat him. And she never lost another battle in the entire game. She lost to Kabu three times, never lost another battle. And she said, yeah, that game was pretty easy. Like, what is defining hard? Like, if you lost, like, who, like, at what point? How many battles do you have to lose in a Pokemon game to be like, that was hard? Because I think like you getting stuck at one gym leader or what what some people did, they got stuck at Ultra Necrozma. Yeah, like that fight was hard or maybe challenging, but was the game hard? It was like, oh, no, I just didn't have the right Pokemon and I was just going to try to brute force it. And, you know, no big deal. Once I got past that, everything else was fine. Like, it's really hard to like, at what point are you like, oh, Kabu was too hard. I'm done with the whole game. Like, I don't know if that happens with a lot of people. I mean, yeah. 
And when you're dealing with an all-ages game, mm-hmm. like, every every age group is going to have a different definition of easy and hard. I think... I think I I almost prefer it now where the difficulty comes in making your own rules and how you want to approach the game and having them focus on a much better experience, uh, uh, one good experience for everybody at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do think it's tough because it's like, should this be so hand-holdy? And it's like, Handholdy is is in the eye of, of the beholder and how much you're going to take it. Like, I was watching somebody play Diamond and Pearl again, and I forgot... Diamond and Pearl! How incredibly long that opening whole thing is oh, before yeah. you even get taught how to catch If you thought Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Sun and Moon had a, like... <sighs> Long opening. Whew, I feel like you are forgetting about Diamond and Pearl's opening. How, I mean, I had forgotten how bad Diamond and Pearl was for that whole beginning. And I'm like, was watching somebody play it. And I'm like, this is abysmal. <laughs> this is so frustratingly long. Like, you have to go back and forth and back and forth before you get to actually do anything important in the game. It's yeah. just mind boggling. Establish that story. <laughs> They really hit you hard with it up front. So, it's amazing like, how much nothing they say in the beginning of that game, yeah. too. I mean, because th- they tried to do Teachy TV, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the adoption rate of people actually looking at Teachy TV was. Very little. I don't play Pokemon games to watch TV. <laughs> oh, that, dude. It's a good question, though. Like, I think there yeah. is room for I'm new to this game or I've played this game. Right. Well, I think what it really fundamentally comes down to, without doing a complete reconceptualization of what it means to be a Pokemon game, is you have to deal with what we call Leatherman's Law, right? Leatherman's Law is, uh, no, the Pokemon games have not gotten easier. You just you grew just up. You just grew up. <laughs> right? This yep. is Leatherman. Well-established. This is my in, number one in the, law. In the universe, university's Pokemon's- Leatherman's Law. Pokemon games didn't get worse. You just grew up. <laughs> that like there's there's literally nothing that I think the Pokemon company can do without deeply reconceptualize right. reconceptualize. I forget it. That's yeah. far yeah. too many vowels. I still have my retainer in. So, in order to increase the difficulty, you have to make those choices yourself. What do I want to do and how I approach yep. this game to make it more of a difficult game for me and challenge myself? I was visiting my friend. This is my last point because I think I think this I think this goes with. Was that friend me? No, I was visiting my friend Aaron. And too many friends, more than more than two friends, you're going to start having Smash Brothers. If you've problems. listened to this podcast for ten plus years, Aaron was on the show back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was the main person that I was the one that I wa- we woke up at eight a.m. We went to GameStop. We picked up Heart Gold Soul Silver. We watched documentaries and we played all weekend. <laughs> what documentaries did you watch? Ah, uh, we know like uh, the the fast food one, the, the Ken Burns stuff, baseball, Civil War, yeah, Civil you know, War. Civil War and Pokemon, the tried and true. Have peanut you met butter Aaron? And chocolate. Whatever met documentaries Aaron. existed in 2010, that's what we were watching. Okay, um, Super Size Me was probably one of them. He's been playing like he 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 was like me, same age, grew up with red and blue, 
Played almost all of them. Maybe skipped Ruby and Sapphire. Was really excited to get back into Hardcore Soul Silver. We bought Black and White on release day, and I went to and he he skipped Sun and Moon. He skipped Ultra Sun and Moon. He like bought X and Y. Barely played it, but Sword and Shield was like he's back. <laughs> so when Sword and Shield came out, he he got up to the right before the Fairy Gym, um, and then stopped playing right before Opal. And mm-hmm. so when I visited him, he was like, oh, you're here. I should play Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever, man. Like, if you want to play like, I would love to watch you play Pokemon. Like, I'm, I'm that's a- what always happens when I hang out with Aaron, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hang out with Aaron all that often. So he he booted up Pokemon because he was like, I don't know where I left off. And he was in the Glimwood Tangle. And his team was like he had a Gyarados. He had like a Hitmonlee or something. He had his uh, Inteleon or whatever. No, he had Rillaboom. He had like his team was appropriately leveled. He had six of them. He had like Miracle Seed and whatever. Like he had his held items. And he's going through the forest and he like sees an Impidimp for the first time and he like catches it and then moves on and he gets to a trainer and. It's like a Comfey and like a Shenotic or something. And he almost loses to this random trainer. <laughs> and he has all the right Pokemon. And he has the right moves. And I'm just watching. And he like tries to use Crunch on like the Comfey and it's not super effective and stuff. And that that I think is always forgotten about people that yeah. ask these questions is, man, I want Pokemon to be harder. But like, you know... You know the answer to the puzzle, and when you don't know when you don't know the answer to the puzzle, it's very hard. Like all he had to do was hit one of his other moves, but he had no clue what type of Pokemon this was. So he which didn't... is extra bad. Oh wait, so does he... it tell you effectiveness? It doesn't. You know it, it doesn't oh, okay. until you until you've battled it once. I think. Battled it once. Yeah. So he didn't know what was super effective. He didn't know what was resisted. And he kept hitting resist. Like he would switch. He would be like, he would like crunch it and be like, oh, that's not very effective. And then he would switch to a different Pokemon. Then he would like high jump kick it. It's like, oh, that's also not very effective against a fair. And like he was losing to this because they would like draining kiss. And he, mm. like just this random NPC, not even a gym leader, took out five of his six Pokemon because he just didn't know what they were weak to. And I think that's that is why if you've ever played one Pokemon game and you move on to a second one, it is significantly easier because you start putting those pieces together right. and you can't mm-hmm. unlearn that. Right. Um, and that's the problem with like trying to make the game harder is that's why Ultra Necrozma is so was such a good fight for a lot of people because yeah. they didn't know what to do. And then yep. once once it was pointed out to them, they're like, oh, OK, yeah. I just like. Yeah, lead Q, toxic, and then just like switch for five turns and it's dead. Like, it's like I mean, really- which is also why I prefer to avoid spoilers, right? Because I want any new Pokemon to be new to me, right? Even when I'm doing like a Nuzlocke, surprise. when I'm doing like a Nuzlocke and I'm fighting a gym leader, and somebody in chat is like, "Oh, by the way, they have Hyper Beam." Like, you've just made it significantly easier yeah. for me because now I know, like, this is like I'm trying to make it hard. Right. But once you tell me their moves, I can now play around that. They can only have four moves. Right. Um, anyways, I just think that's like, it's a yeah, very interesting conversation. It is. I, I mean, I, I do think there are potential things they could do, like, to make it harder. They could treat it more like 
you know, the battle tower. They could do those things. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I don't know if that appeals to as a big of an audience as, as all the people who want it thinks it does. I mean, they I mean, yeah. Yeah, they know. Game Freak knows how many yeah, people I touch mean, the battle to tower. And it's probably not get, a lot. We don't get to see those numbers. Yeah, battle tower is like whatever as well. It's like fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's no battle subway. Pokemon of the week. All right. Well, it's been a week of huge disappointments. <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't believe. Uh, I lay it all out for everybody on a platter, <laughs> and yet it's, I don't know. It's like I, the platter is in front of you, and you walk over to the water fountain, and then complain that you're hungry. <laughs> Here, okay. I am available for consultation when the, when the clue you involves were available. Me, it's over. It's it's over. over. You Number can reach one, me on Twitter. You can find me on Slack. I'm sometimes in your, Discord. You can your name me. was mentioned several times. Yes, true. Um, and especially after the previous week when we said no restrictions on how you find out this information, <laughs> kids. Go go right to Greg if you need to. So based on a Sanrio character, and then the key statement this week's pokemon is derived from that character you can figure it out if you rearrange the letters properly you have to remove the c and the d though and by c i mean like on the moon or around italy now boy that is just so packed with nutrition it's like (laughs) omega-3 fatty acids from a fish Uh, for for our folks in our slack they got to read the printed copy where they could see that the word C was spelled S-E-A, not the letter C. Um, and for those, maybe, maybe we're, we're learning something today, but there are Cs on the moon because the lava flows, hardened lava flows that exist on the moon have all been given the names of Cs, except it's in Latin. So there's Mari Imbrium and Mari Tranquilitatis and Mari Fecunditati. I can't pronounce these Latin things. <laughs> Mari Crisium, but they're all Mare. Mare means sea in Italian. There's three seas around the Italian peninsula. The Mare Adriatica. Uh, what's the other ones there? Uh, Mediterranean. Me- well, Mediterranean is not one of the three technically oh. around. Boo! The boot. Uh, but yeah, Adriatic, Tyranian, and Ionian are the three around the peninsula. My but three the word Yu-Gi-Oh characters. for C in Italian is once again mare. But here's the other trick, slight thing. I, you still could have gotten if you saw the word mare, I think, in front of you. That sometimes in foreign languages, like Latin or Italian, if a word ends in a vowel and the next word starts in a vowel, you take the vowel off the ending of the first word. So you might say, like, Mar Adriatico. Anyways, M-A-R was the part. Yes. So, Greg. My favorite Sanrio character is Botsmaru. Bad Botsmaru. Bad Botsmaru. (laughs) So if you take out M-A-R and D from Botsmaru... And you rearrange the letters, what do you it's... get? It's Hello Kitty. Yeah. Yes. No, it's Zubat. The only correct answer is Gudetama. <laughs> <laughs> it's Togedemaru. I kind of wanted it to be Togedemaru because I thought that was fun, but it's Zubat. Mm. 
We're, we're this desperate my... for Pokemon of the Week. We're relying on Zubat now. Look, <laughs> Zubat is my what easily one of my least favorite Pokemon. I like Zubat. I liked Zubat fifty caves ago. It increases the difficulty level in Pokemon games much in the way that cicadas ensure their reproduction <laughs> through massive amounts. It's got a cute shuffle icon because it's just all teeths. It's got a terrible shiny. I'm sorry. I do not like the shiny. What? No other Pokemon has the same type combination as Zubat and its evolved forms? That's actually shocking. Gen 1 is littered with poison types. <laughs> and yet... There you go. Zubat's evolutionary family has several similarities with Wubat. All members are called the Bat Pokemon, excluding Swubat. They live in caves or dark places. They have no visible eyes uh, at their respective uninvolved states. Furthermore, members of both lines respect, res respectively fully evolve. Of their respective fully evolved forms uh, evolve by friendship. They both have similar shiny forms with green main bodies. Well, that's like 90% of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Zubat and Wubat have similar English names, both rhyming with the prefix of bat as a suffix. Uh, Zubat can see parallel to Noibat. They're both flying. They both are bats. They both have Infiltrator as an ability. They also share the same base stats with the same attack and special attack switched around. I didn't actually know It's that. almost like there was a reason for it to be matched up with... <laughs> Swoobat and Noibat. Do you think? Maybe? Uh, yeah, Zubat's fine. Yeah, Zubat's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's not great. I mean, the shiny Crobat is like golden. It's not green. Yeah. It's like I mean, pink. As quick, as quick as I can get out of Zubat form, the happier I am. So, for this coming week's Pokemon, as I obviously have previously cast pearls before swine. Here we go. I am very disappointed in the class this week, so like any 8th grade teacher, I am going to retaliate by treating my students like a bunch of babies. Next week, Pokemon is the Pokemon that comes after this week's Pokemon. It has two wings. It has two eyes. It has two legs. It has four teeth. Its name starts with the letter G. Mm, I'm excited for Golurk. It's Chatot. <laughs> Ye yellow Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yellow Kitty Gudetama. Uh, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with Diamond and Pearl or Legends or Detective Pikachu 4. Um, whatever news that may or may not come at E3. I'm sure we'll get something. We have to at this point. <laughs> It's been it's been no. such a jam packed twenty fifth anniversary. Oh, they really it hurts laying it on us thick, be digging up all these pop stars and doing posthumous performances. Uh, Will is at washing the sink. Greg is at white wing. I am at dragging a lake. If you want to join us on our subreddit r slash super effective, um, and uh, if you're listening to this, my first. Draft League Battle should be up on YouTube. If you want to check that out, youtube.com slash pkmncast. Um, pretty much everywhere else on the internet, pkmncast. But thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. We will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... 
Super effective. Super time to duel. Is that Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, because oh. Zodia's back, baby. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers of this episode, starting with Kevin, Brian, Courtney, Jacob, Jessica, Jetsy, Kay, Bovine, Pat, Matrick, Patrick, Potato, Sean, Stephen, Alvaro, Dylan, Gray. Josh, Casey, Catherine, Nate, Ryan, Evan, and Steph. And a huge shout out to our executive producers. They pay a little bit more. Anthony, Joseph, Brady, and Spencer. Thank you so much for your support. If you too would like your name read at the end of the episode and you have money burning a hole in your pocket you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t or isc.cash to support the show thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week